You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today, we're talking about friendships, including how we're navigating friendships through the pandemic and any holiday traditions we have with friends. So we chatted about friendships previously in an episode from 2016 called Friendship Landscapes, and we will link to that episode in the show notes, but it's been a while since then. Mm -hmm. So uh, first to start out, give me a quick overview of your friendships. Like, do you have a few close friends or many semi-close friends or some variation in between? Well, I'm laughing as we're even like starting this intro because the whole like, we're inviting you to come on in, have a drink and stay a while. No, no, we're not. Actually, no. We're actually not for like nine months. (laughs) We're not inviting (laughs) anyone in. (laughs) Okay. So I would say that I have like spheres of friends, which is probably like this for everybody. Yes. Um, And sometimes they enter, you know, they overlap. They're not really overlapping right now, but I would say I have like my oldest, dearest friends, like high school and college friends Mm -hmm. that are like, you know, family and you really just do like pick up where you left off. And I may talk to some of them more frequently than others, but it's like, you already know you've cemented it as like, that is a lifelong friend. No matter Mm -hmm. what I do, Mm -hmm. it's just not going anywhere. So I, I probably have like three girls from high school that, um, and even into middle school that are like that. And we're spread out all over the country, Montana, Minneapolis here in Arizona, and then one back in Wisconsin still. Um, and then I have, we have like our best friends from college that are, you know, our kids call them aunt and uncle and they are just really like a part of the family that live in California now. Um, but they lived here in Arizona. That's who we lived with for a little while when we first moved here. Um, and then I would say I have like book club, yeah, which is another like super core important group. Yeah. Um, and you are part of that. And then, um, I would say I have like teacher friends that I'm still Mm. really close to that we taught with. Um, and then, and then I feel like it kind of all overlaps from there into like acquaintances. And I wouldn't say I have a ton of friends though that I like talk with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I have friends that I met through church, but then we became really close. But it, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. It's like there's certain friends for certain, everybody's probably like this. Like yeah. you call on yeah. certain friends for certain things and yeah, um, they maybe meet needs differently or whatever, but that's. Yeah. I and know, I think that it was can kind be, of muddy, but I think it can be seasonal too. That's what I thought yeah. about too. Like, like for a while, you know, you're really into this or because of routines in your life or your kid's life, you're like seeing this woman or these right. women all the time and you feel really close and then maybe you kind of drift apart. And right. so I, there, I feel like there are many more relationships kind of like that, that are kind of like there and it's kind of like pick up, not necessarily put down, but just like not in touch as much so um, and it can feel that can feel weird I feel like it's a weird thing to navigate like yeah do we just not have anything in common anymore or is it just that like you know like I would see my friend kind of mom friends with kids around the same ages more when my Mm -hmm. kids were littler because we kind of needed that more do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like you needed that adult interaction and like some way to burn off energy for the kids and right I don't know it's just weird it feels weird yeah and it's extra weird now 
Oh my gosh, so. for sure. <laughs> we'll get into <laughs> that, but yeah. Seems weird. Um, so weird. I feel very similarly to you in terms of, I was kind of thinking of it as like concentric circles of mm-hmm. like friends, you know? Um, I will say I do feel so fortunate. I feel like I'm very rich in friends and mm-hmm. I feel so thankful for that. Um, like I said, kind of these concentric circles of friends. I feel like I have kind of like my inner circle of my best friends that are made up of people, women that I've known for the longest, um, including like from kindergarten and second grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it, it, it is, it's just like, you just have that history together and also that commitment like we have continued to put in that effort to keep up with each other and and we will just always have that like there have Mm -hmm. been times in life just as our lives kind of went different ways in college and moving places I feel like we haven't at times haven't kept in touch as much but we've always come back to that and Mm -hmm. um and what I really love is I feel like with those very closest friends, we have found the ways to, to keep in touch. And I feel like now we actually are in consistent touch and that, yeah. that just feels really good. Cause I really do value those people. Yeah. In my I feel life. like that's a bit of a process sometimes too, yeah. to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Um, and honestly, some of like the new technology has now made it yeah. easier to, to keep in touch with those long distance friends, but like to stay closer. So I'm really, really thankful, um, for that. And then, So after like, you know, my oldest and dearest friends, I do feel like I have several women who I would still consider good friends, dear friends, you among them for sure, um, Mm -hmm. our book club, and just I like people that I keep in touch with on a semi-weekly basis, you know, like definitely like every couple of weeks, if not at least monthly, um, I'm sharing a lot of updates with those people and would be sharing harder parts of life. Like if I feel like I'm needing that extra support versus I feel like kind of those best friends I'm keeping up with like weekly, if not daily and really like sharing just about everything going on in life. And then I feel like then there are another group of women too that I'm seeing fairly regularly when life is normal. Um, and it's just kind of the women that I see that are moms of kiddos at school or fellow Mm -hmm. soccer moms, or, you know, we exercise together, just kind of like things like that. And you get along. And so you kind of have already these built in ways that you see each other, um, Mm -hmm. like friends who are neighbors and, you know, we would see each other out when the kids are playing and whatnot. So it does feel like for those friendships, they kind of have to be more integrated into life. And we mm-hmm. haven't put in that investment or had that time together that, you know, if something changes and they move away or suddenly we don't have that routine anymore, like we might not keep in touch as much. Right. But I will right. say I'm definitely the type of person too that it's like our friendship can kind of go dormant for a little while, but then I'm always ready to pick right right back up, you know, yeah. if someone yeah. comes back into my life. Um I will say too, just kind of like getting older and learn, like learn knowing myself more, I guess I, 
I feel like I've realized I want to be the kind of friend that I'm able to be really supportive and giving of my time. And I think I'm a very empathetic person. And so that can kind of take a certain amount of energy. And Mm -hmm. so just realizing that I, I really only have so much that I can give. And I do try to be really intentional where I invest my time with friendships. And it's not Mm -hmm. that I, it's not that there are people that, that I don't care about, but it just can be like, I kind of like, I have already these friendships that I want to invest in. And so I don't feel Mm -hmm. like I can take on another friendship, like at a deeper level, or I can't Mm -hmm. take this relationship to a deeper level. Cause I just feel like I couldn't be the friend that I would want to be to that person. Um, and I do feel like that can kind of be hard too. Yeah, no. And I feel like that's probably harder for you than me because you have a resting smile face (laughs) and everybody wants to be your friend. Like you are so, you are truly one of, I've said this before, but like one of the most welcoming, inviting people that I've ever met, just like your presence. And so I think that that is probably something you have to like sift through (laughs) regularly or you'll end up with like a ton of people who think they're your best friend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. That that's very true. I love Um, it. So when there isn't a global pandemic, um, tell me how you enjoy keeping up friendships. Okay. So with that real close group, I mean, those are girls like I will travel with. We have, you know, our best friends, like we've gone on vacations with, we go visit each other. So this is what we would normally do. I will make one friend in particular who lives in Minneapolis. We will make phone dates because she has a super Mm -hmm. busy career and Mm -hmm. kiddos too. And so we will just make a date when we know like we're not going to get interrupted Mm -hmm. and get on FaceTime together or on the phone. Um, I will say like some friends are just phone friends. Yes. And some aren't like Mm -hmm. you just never really talk to them on the phone and some that's like the main way that we keep in touch. So that I think that that's okay too. Um, Regular meetups normally like book club birthday dinners Mm -hmm. with like a certain group of girls we kind of get together for each of our birthdays and that ends up being you know Mm -hmm. once every couple months or something Mm -hmm. and then that's some built-in time to hang out um some happy hours or you know just grabbing coffee like Mm -hmm. these are all the things i miss right now just kind of those regular meetups yes and then some of those um regular touch points for those friends that you really enjoy their company, but Mm -hmm. you really only see them at gymnastics or school pickup. And that's a chance, you know, my best friend, one of my best friends and I were going, our kids were going to the same school. And Mm -hmm. so we would sit and talk in the car for like 20 minutes every day before picking up the kids. And that's just not there anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just hard, but Mm -hmm. yeah, those are kind of some of the regular ways, I guess. Yeah. Well, for me, um, I find that actually my oldest, closest friends are already long distance relationships. And so Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful that those ways that we are already keeping in touch were already in place. And then the pandemic Mm -hmm. hit and like needing that support and those friendships now more than ever has just been great that we sort of have that already built in. So Definitely, I would want to be seeing them more. And usually that would happen, like just already going home to Austin and seeing them. Mm -hmm. Or I was really hoping to plan to go visit a friend um, this year. So that's not happening. But it does feel like already that just baseline of being in touch and being part of each other's lives has been there. So that's been really great. But I am certainly missing doing activities together and like seeing friends in person, like all of my local in-person friends. Um, Book club is a big part of that, which has started to come back into life. And so that has just the couple of times that I've been has just been like, oh, my gosh, just so 
so mm-hmm. amazing, you know, and just feeling like, wow, I had forgotten how amazing it feels to be with this group of women and just to laugh and just be in their presence. And so missing that, but hoping that like, you know, it keeps being able to be part of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, exercising. I've had friends before that it's like we exercise regularly together and I love that. Um, I love podcasting with you. Like that is such Mm -hmm. a cool, unique thing that we share in our friendship. So I really um, love that. Definitely like the the happy hours or the coffees or things like that. Um, I love like catching up with friends that way. I find myself really loving to find things to do with people. Um, Mm. maybe just like certain friends. Like I feel like, um, I feel like getting together to like catch up over coffee or lunch can like maintain a friendship, but I feel like finding those common activities and like doing like sharing life together Mm, is what, mm -hmm. what can help invest and feel like deepening the friendship. That's true. I kind of try to be thoughtful about that. And if it's like a friendship that it's like, I want to, yeah, really invest in or like maintain on a deeper level. I try to find things to like really do and those things we share in common. So Mm -hmm. um, I think another thing that does that speaking that just reminded me is mm -hmm. inviting people into your home. Oh, I love that. Yes. That's Mm -hmm. another thing like that takes a friendship to a next level versus like just meeting at a coffee shop Mm -hmm. or whatever. And that's something that's hard right now to not really be able to do. Yes. Totally agree. Um, Okay, so how has the pandemic and staying at home affected your friendships? Tell me all the ways. (laughs) I'm hoping this is like kind of people can feel a little bit less alone in this because we were just saying before we started recording, like, first of all, we vented about all the things in life that are bothering us. Yeah, that was a good 30 minutes. (laughs) That was a good, we we have set aside some time for this recording today. Um, So we usually sit and do that for a while and then... But yeah, right before we started recording, I was like, oh, I'm feeling like a crappy friend. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say, but I think, and you had said, I think everybody's feeling like that. Mm -hmm. I think that there's just so many less touch points. Mm -hmm. And in a normal year, if you were seeing your friends this little, you would feel like you had none. Yes, yes. But it doesn't mean that you don't. Mm -hmm. And so I think that... um, And I think the other thing that's hard is usually that how often you see friends ebbs and flows with different friendships Mm -hmm. and right now it's everyone right yes so it's like what is wrong Mm -hmm. like eventually you you kind of go a few days and then you realize you're feeling lonely or you realize you're feeling like you know maybe you're not managing friendships well but I think everyone's just kind of in that same boat yeah um I think another thing that is hard right now is um just less bandwidth overall Mm -hmm. even for literally like a conversation like right now I'm homeschooling my kids Mm -hmm. and a lot of us have kids at home at least all the time and Mm -hmm. there's just, or, you know, their other activities are canceled. There's just so much managing of things right now that I think that talking Mm -hmm. and having an extra conversation, you just literally don't even have the energy for it sometimes. Yes. Um, I think that the capacity to give feels a little bit less right now too, even though it could be a very helpful thing to do emotionally and mentally. I think that all of us feel a little self protective and a little bit like, well, I can only focus on my needs and my family's needs right now. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I don't have, it's hard to even think in terms of what somebody else might need Mm -hmm. sometimes right now. Um, And then I think it's just been a really polarizing year. And I think that people have legitimately lost friendships over some really big things like Mm -hmm. racism and human rights and um, 
you know, taking, taking the pandemic seriously, taking or the not. pandemic seriously. It's very hard to, um, even, even in a more subtle way, like I think that there's definitely been that dramatic thing for people. And I wouldn't necessarily say that's my situation, but there's a lot of, um, walking on eggshells and yeah. not wanting to offend mm-hmm. and not in a politically correct way, but just in a really like, it's, it's hard to be sensitive. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's this need for sensitivity right now that they're isn't necessarily always and Mm -hmm. everything feels like a topic that could be contentious that's so true Um, and there's almost this subtle um guilt tripping a little bit when you're not on the same page yeah as some other people and they're feeling fine about seeing more people or whatever it might be and maybe you've made a couple of very limited choices but then you're still not seeing these other friends and then you hear this like well i miss you when are we going to get together and it's like i don't know we're in a pandemic (laughs) we've made this very conscious decision to only do these couple things yes and it feels hard it feels like you can be hurting someone's feelings by saying no i know that's tricky with families right now but friendships that's hard too or maybe your definition of um being careful is not the same as your friends and you just know for a fact that they're doing other things that like Mm -hmm. expand their bubble which is fine for them but you're not necessarily comfortable hanging out with them and so it's just it's very tricky to navigate right now and then it can be like these friendships that normally offer like support encouragement validation you might be feeling like judgment or or guilt like from normally these sources that are only really supportive and sometimes I think too we're putting it on ourselves like oh yeah are they judging me or you know things like that any it just is very emotional and very tricky yeah yeah well, so I, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I am just identifying with everything that you said, um, especially just, yeah, I just have felt, I don't know, like I just a few months ago, I feel like I was able to even like step back and feel like I don't feel like a great friend. Cause yeah, normally I am wanting to like check in with people. And like you said, those touch points, like I feel like a good friend because I'm having these casual conversations with people mm-hmm. after school and here and there and just not getting that at all Mm -hmm. and just realizing there are people that I do really care about but the ways we keep in touch have completely evaporated so I don't Mm -hmm. know what's going on with them at all but really identifying with what you said feeling like just so emotionally drained and wrung out that knowing that I probably do need to check in with a friend or they probably are going through a hard time Mm -hmm. but I have so little bandwidth and feel like I'm not doing a great job of self-care myself and so even just like I'm almost embarrassed to admit this but almost just sending a text like hey how are you doing I just don't know if I can take on like yeah. empathetic how they're actually as a doing yeah and, and yeah. feel like I can really offer anything because like I'm honestly feeling overwhelmed um, yeah and that just I hate that I really yeah. hate that but that that is where I find myself so that feels well really and hard. it it feels like this really weird thing because when else, I mean, I'm sure there are other, there are other times in history, but we keep saying this uh, unprecedented because it can feel normally like, okay, well, I'm going through this really hard time, but my friends are not necessarily, mm-hmm. so I don't feel bad, like burdening them, right. with, leaning you know, what them. I'm going mm-hmm. through or well, yeah, mm-hmm. leaning through the season and knowing that it will, it will ebb and flow, but like everybody's hard, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard for everybody and mm-hmm. some people in different ways. And so yeah. you feel like, Mm-hmm. We just don't have the normal capacity to like prop each other up and take yeah. turns with that because we're all right. in it, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Totally. It is so hard. <laughs> um, so 
whether in normal life or in the pandemic, what acts of friendship make you feel most seen or loved by a friend? Um, I think definitely like my love language is like gifts and like physical Mm -hmm. affection. So something, so basically like anything I can touch. Yeah. (laughs) Makes me feel loved. Yeah. And we can't really hug right now. Right. We can't really, you know, just have those more face-to-face interactions, but definitely like the thoughtful gifts or little gestures. Like Mm -hmm. honestly, one of the nicest things anybody has done for me this year is when you were like, I'm going to Trader Joe's one more time before Thanksgiving anyways. Can I get you some things that might be only on your Trader Joe's list for Thanksgiving? Because we were quarantined with COVID at the time. And, and then you added like such, little thoughtful things like a poinsettia plant and (laughs) you know I gave you my list and you did you got all those things so sweetly and then you added like even like dog treat a a baking dog (laughs) treat mix for Buddy which he loves by the way he loves those treats so much they're like his favorite and he's missing a lot of teeth and he can chew them so they've they've worked out perfectly (laughs) but just it's like okay I know you care about your dog so much so this Mm -hmm. is a little something that I know you would appreciate you know just like really really sweet thoughtful things like that um and just knowing that and you even had said um I said well let me think about that I might take you up on it I don't don't know if I'll have a list and you're like it would make me so happy to do that for you like you reiterated like please let me yes you know don't say no just because you don't want to be a bother or whatever so I feel like that's like honestly yeah honestly for me it 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 was so true. It was like, I, I want to be a friend and to mm-hmm. give. And so just honestly, you even giving me the opportunity to f- be able to be a good friend. It was just like a win-win. We both got yeah. what we needed. Like we needed it, it so bad right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yes. I think that that's a good reminder. Like you may need, someone might be feeling like they don't know how to help you in a tough time yeah. and like you letting them in like that might right. just do wonders for the relationship. So yeah. I think that that was just so sweet. Um, I think phone calls or FaceTime really does help. I'm just not great at it. I'm Mm -hmm. not great at doing it consistently, but the times that I do, I'm like, why don't I just call her once a week? Why don't I, you know? So I think just being super, super intentional about that. Um, And I will say this is another time. This is a quick little story, but just a time that I felt so seen and loved. Like the year that we got the girls Mm -hmm. that first Christmas, it was getting to be like a week before Christmas and they were two and four and it Mm -hmm. was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And I was, we were just learning that their case was going to be stretching out longer. And Mm -hmm. I was just not in a great place to be Mm -hmm. honest. Like I was super stressed and not taking care of myself and feeling very overwhelmed and my two friends, Jess and Kristen, arranged this whole day for my birthday where they got, they lined up babysitters. Like one of them was her husband for mm. a little while in oh between gosh. when other babysitters could oh. be there. And they just showed up at my door and told me to go get ready. Oh. And they had the kids handled and they just took me on a girl's day and we went shopping and we went to lunch mm. and just like stayed out of the house for the yeah. day. And I just like bawled when, I, when oh. they got to my house because it was like, this is exactly yeah. what I needed and I would not have even known to ask. And mm-hmm. like, thank you for knowing how stressed out I was. And, yeah. you know, when I'm just trying to like white knuckle everything. So that yeah. just always, you know, when you're going through that hard time, like, seeing that thing that your friend is having a hard time with before they even do Mm -hmm. maybe and Mm -hmm. just be like I noticed this could you know what about what if we do this and maybe taking some of that initiative where I feel like sometimes we feel like that's maybe being pushy or Mm -hmm. assuming too much but they might just really need that thing yeah oh I love that I love that um So for me, a few ways that I feel really loved by friends, um, 
it does i have noticed just like especially during this pandemic like getting a text message from someone that i'm not in touch with constantly and they just really say hey how are you doing i was just thinking about you mm-hmm. just because like i said i don't feel like i'm having a lot of bandwidth to ask people that and just hearing from someone to know that they were thinking of me cared enough to ask and i like i will write back honestly and say like i am feeling really overwhelmed and just mm-hmm. being able to say that to a friend and be able to admit like this is really hard um that just means a lot and so mm-hmm. i have really appreciated that um also i have noticed if anyone gives me a compliment i i feel like i am the kind of person i aspire to be very humble and do things to the best of my ability but never expect compliments or recognition Mm -hmm. and so when I get that it means so much to Mm -hmm. me and honestly this was something that you did recently for me and and have done it I think you're really good at this um just I think just saying thank you and like that you're doing a really great job like through this and I mean like I genuinely mean that that means so much to me so I I really appreciate that um Mm -hmm. And yeah, there have been a few friends doing little front porch drop-offs during the pandemic. Like Mm -hmm. maybe after Maeve was born, you dropped off a little something for me and just kind of other friends, like someone like, hey, I'm running to Starbucks. Do you want anything? And me actually being like, actually, yes, you can bring me something. And <laughs> I would enjoy so some much. caffeine at the moment. Yes, <laughs> I totally will take you up on that. So um, yeah, it, it is just... Um, I don't know, both things that it really doesn't always take a lot of effort, but also right now, many people don't have it to give. So mm-hmm. tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, I want to ask about holiday traditions with friends, because we think a lot about traditions with like your nuclear or larger family, but the holidays is actually such a wonderful time to like make time and recognize friendship. So I was curious if you have any like holiday traditions with friends and if you're keeping those up in any way this year or just kind of what that's going to look like. Okay. Yeah. I, I would say usually I try to, once our house is decorated for Christmas, I try to have like some at home, like coffee dates Mm. with friends and at least like one sort of party of some sort. Sometimes it's kind of a birthday party for me, or we've Mm -hmm. just made it sort of a holiday party. Um, but that's not obviously happening this year, but that is a way that I just like to Mm -hmm. love on people. And I like to, you know, to, it feels like, a good time to take advantage of the fact that your house is all decorated and looking cuter than normal, you know? Um, So that's not really happening. We are hoping, so like we have had COVID and our best friends have had COVID. If I don't know how much I've talked about it on the girl next door page, but I talked about it on my own Instagram. And so our friends are still planning on coming for Christmas Mm, now since they couldn't come for Thanksgiving. We were all sick. Um, And so we are hoping to still do that. We do usually, um, they've been in town till recently. And so they would come over like later Christmas day and spend mm-hmm. Christmas with us. And mm-hmm. so that can hopefully still happen. Um, December book club. We usually uh, share, you talked yes. about this before, but we usually share food and we have like a favorite things gift mm-hmm. exchange. And I don't know what that's going to look like this year or yeah. masked or maybe right. some of us there, some of us not, but um, that is one thing. Um, I, yeah, I usually go out a few times just because it's nice to mm-hmm. be out on the town with the lights and, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's like a date night with Jeremiah or a happy hour and it's just 
just not really happening but that's yeah. kind of a tradition to usually like that same birthday group of girls we get mm-hmm. together once over the holidays and all of that's not really happening but uh, we will <laughs> I'm really thinking about a way really I can look just forward be, to it next year yeah I really I'm like okay how can I this year maybe just be that little elf you know mm-hmm. I have the I girls like at home with me and mm-hmm. I think it's a good way to teach them also and just leave mm-hmm. little surprises at people's doors and little notes mm-hmm. and trying to find some ways to do that to create some joy so yeah I I will I will say it can be counter kind of counterintuitive but like during times that are that are really hard that you're feeling kind of low and now is can be one of those times if if you can just take a little effort and do something for someone else gosh Mm -hmm. it can really lift your spirits you know it can end up giving to someone else but giving to you too so I do really love that idea yeah yeah um so for me December book club just like you said that's always like a really special gathering um for the past couple of years we have started getting together with another couple for a Christmas Eve Eve get together so December 23rd which is really so lovely because it's right there in the holidays. People are off work, off school. It feels really special, um, but it's before you'd have any like family obligations. Yeah. So it feels yeah. like this kind of lovely little day. So we have been going to like a little local wine bar. They always have like a special like Christmas mold wine and just enjoying a little evening together. So not planning on that this year, but I would love to um, get back to that tradition next year. <laughs> it's just paused for yeah, this year. Exactly. Right? Um, I was also feeling like our podcast episode recordings of our year end wrap up. And then we always usually are recording also our like next year goals episode actually in December. So we can take Mm -hmm. a little break for the holidays. And those just feel like very nice, like kind of year end, um, Mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, like an end of the year bookmark and beginning of the year bookmark, um, just like touch base with you. So that feels really good. And then I have another dear friend that we have started, gosh, it might be three or four years running now where we actually do kind of a similar thing where we do a year end like wrap up reflection and like talk about goals. We love talking about goals together. (laughs) And so that's just always been really fun to do with her. And the cool thing is, is that her husband is from Tucson. So even though they don't live here, they're often visiting Tucson for the holidays. And so I will sometimes like sometimes in between Christmas and New Year's, like I'll drive down to Tucson, like take a little day trip, which is Mm -hmm. always just so lovely after all the togetherness and, you know, Christmas hubbub to get this like day to myself and with a friend and just, um, yeah, just feel like close out the year and get excited for the new year. We'll go to lunch. And anyway, that's always just really lovely. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we, uh, maybe even last year we did it virtually. So we already talked about putting it on the calendar to like do a little virtual retreat together Mm -hmm. and keep that up. So looking forward to that. That sounds fun. All right. Well, that wraps up our discussion of friendship. So let's move on. Tell me what you are obsessed with lately. Okay. Th- we found a new family show. Ooh. Um, and it is, it hits me in all of the, all of the feels. Okay. All of the, all of my best things in one show. So Aww. it is the holiday home makeover with Mr. Christmas. Oh, and oh it my is on gosh. Netflix. <laughs> it's like one of these, you know, 
give a deserving family a home makeover but it's for the holidays specifically oh Oh my gosh and it is just like all i just bawled through like two (laughs) episodes but also get all this like creative inspiration for decorating and it's fun the girls liked it like the second episode he does like a firehouse and the fire chief had recently passed away and he was kind of the santa claus of the firehouse and so it's like oh my god (laughs) but it's in a really sweet you know, extreme home makeover holiday edition, basically. And it's lovely. And these, you know, there's like families that are trying to do new traditions and Mm -hmm. it's just heartwarming and lovely and not cheesy or like overly commercial. It's very like pull on your heartstrings, but also kind of inspiring for your house. Cause I I was like, I want to level up. And all of a sudden Jeremiah was looking up like snow makers (gasps) on Amazon. Yes. (laughs) So you're like, yes, we are on the same page. <laughs> yes. So it, it's just a super fun show. So I recommend oh, that one. That sounds delightful. I Maybe I will tune into that while I'm doing some wrapping in the evenings Yeah, this that week. would be a fun one for that. Okay. Well, my obsession is my winter pajama situation. Mm. It is 100% cozy and I am so delighted with it. But also I'm jealous. Like, Mine are a wreck right now. Oh my gosh. But also... Uh, I don't have a full length mirror at my house, but I know that if I could see myself in full length, that I look so <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so I don't want to purchase one right now. <laughs> right. And I'm like, Chris, I'm so glad that you love me so completely. And we've been married for so long that you like see me in this getup every night. So let me describe it to you. Okay. Um, so, um, I have my Tommy John lounge joggers, which I know I've talked about before. That is my every night pajama pant. I recently mm-hmm. purchased myself a second pair. Yes, Erica. Kelsey. So yes. I'm gold proud of you. star, gold star. Also tangent, um, during like all the Christmas sales and stuff, purchased myself a second pair of jeans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Look at this. Look at Merry this. Merry Christmas to you. I know. Okay. So I've got my Tommy John lounge joggers. Then I wear, that sounds crazy. Then I wear a nightgown. <laughs> oh, so I I'm, like the pants under nightgown situation because I don't it. like my thighs sticking together at night. Yes. This is like a revelation. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I I got a couple of nightgowns for nursing because they make really Mm -hmm. easy like nursing nightgowns. But yeah, I was like, but my legs will get cold. And so yeah, wearing the pants under a nightgown, which sounds ridiculous. It is so comfortable. Okay. So then I've got my nightgown. Then also recently ordered (laughs) myself this um, long sleeve kind of like pajama Henley. So it's like light and so soft and cozy, but like the perfect weight. Mm -hmm. And and finally, to top it all off, I have my thick smart wool socks that yes. I wear. And yes. oh my gosh, I am in our flannel sheets in this whole pajama getup. And I am like the coziest <laughs> hibernating bear ever. Like, I just love it. <laughs> I love it. So this sounds very comfortable. So delightful. So if, if you out there are a pajama person, Mm-hmm. Some people are not, but if you are, I highly recommend this situation. I yeah. will link to all of it in the show notes. I am very much a pajama person, and I think the amount of use my pajamas has gotten mm-hmm. this year has mm-hmm. created a very raggedy okay. pajama situation okay. for me right now. Like they all have holes, they're mm. all a situation. So I need to invest need in a, a couple refresh. of pajama getups for yes, myself. You do. Need a refresh. <laughs> okay, do you have any neighborhood news? I've got a little thing to share. Okay. This, yeah, this was kind of a funny thing. So, um, Jeremiah was walking 
the dog with the girls and they kind of like to do this in the evening and give me mm-hmm. a minute and they, mm-hmm. you know, look at the Christmas lights and stuff. Yeah. And he comes back to the house and there's somebody dropping off Walmart delivery, which okay. we have done Walmart delivery and we especially did it while we were home sick mm-hmm. with COVID because it was like we could literally go nowhere. Yeah. So we had the delivery doorstep or doorstep and, um, but it was like all these things that we don't normal get normally get like <laughs> okay. regular Coke and like mm-hmm. five things of iced tea. Uh-huh. And like, he's like, I don't think she ordered groceries. Uh-huh. And if she did, this is, I'm curious why she ordered right. these, all of these things. And so he's just like letting the guy put all the stuff on the porch. <laughs> and then he comes in and he's like, did you order groceries? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh man. And so they delivered it to the wrong house. Oh. So then him and the girls donned their masks. This was, you know, we were done with our yeah. quarantine, but we donned masks and went to knock on like the immediate neighbors to see if they maybe got, you know, accidentally. And they did, it was like a couple doors down. So we ended up meeting the neighbors that <laughs> oh, were very good. sweet and, and troop, to pick trooped up all down all their yeah. iced tea and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. We got all the drinks for the house. Like, this is so much iced tea. She was <laughs> all, like, embarrassed. all embarrassed. And I'm like, hey, we'll just bring you a pack of iced tea instead of cookies for a there neighbor Christmas. Exactly. Cake, so. Yes, the uh, the package mix up. There has been a few of that on our street as well. Like everyone's just ordering so much. Just Mm -hmm. like bless the postal workers who are working so hard. Um, But yeah, it has led to like meeting meeting some new people. I was out. We have been kind of like socially distancing with neighbors and letting the boys play with some neighborhood friends wearing their masks. And so we were out just like on the side of the street and this car is coming down the street and then, you know, think it's going to pass and then like getting closer and closer ends up pulling over window down and says, Kelsey. And like, (laughs) I was like, yes. Who's asking? (laughs) I did not realize that this neighbor knew who I was and Uh she had gotten all my packages. And so it was like, hello. And here's like (laughs) hand delivered all of the packages you were waiting for. I know it's so so funny. It's like this awkward moment that you have to meet your neighbors because you have their underwear delivery or something. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Oh yes, I do order from them. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Well, my quick little update, um, this harkens back to our oldest neighborhood news of saw guy who is the neighbor who lives, lived behind us. Saw guy is no longer there. He moved. He moved. I don't, I have no idea when it happened um, since, you know, they're behind us and there's lots of bushes. So we can't really see what's going on back there. Um, But the boys kicked a soccer ball back into their yard. So Chris took them around to knock on that door. And uh, yeah, it's now kind of an older couple. um, And Chris said they were just the nicest people ever. And so anyway, yeah, nice to just like make that connection, know who's living back there. And uh, yeah, I'm going to add them to like, I don't know, little Christmas cookie delivery or something. So anyway, yeah. And hopefully they have less power tools that they use fewer outdoor yeah power tool projects so far it seemed very (laughs) quiet and that was also the house there were just a lot of like um just totally regular but like playful kids you know out there and whatnot and I'm like it has been pretty quiet back there so (laughs) (laughs) maybe they took mysterious baby with them yes well I don't know mysterious baby Mm -hmm. have you still heard mysterious baby I'm going to have to, I, not, I, not your baby. <laughs> I think that not my baby is still in the neighborhood. <laughs> I 
love that story. I don't know why. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. You can find us in between shows on Instagram where we are Hi Girls Next Door. And we have a Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Send us an email at HiGirlsNextDoor at gmail.com and find the show notes for this episode and all of our archives at GirlNextDoorPodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. The cough is much better. Just a once in a while tickle. Good. Okay. But That's good. I... Just, just like a normal podcast cough level. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, my normal interruption with coughing. <laughs> And I'm Erica. (laughs) 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 Let's try that again.